I bloody love fantasy football. Welcome to episode four of the I Bloody Love Fantasy Football podcast. Uh, with me, Paddy Stapleton. And me, Robbie Keane. But not that one. Uh, and we're back with our To Hear To Z part two episode. So last week we did the first 10 themes. We went through our players to watch, our players to avoid. And now we're back with uh, the second half. Some big hitters, some relegation fodder. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. First of all, Robbie, let's have a quick chat about our teams and about the week that was in it. And I think the question on everybody's lips is Darwin back into your team? Is he out of your team? Where are you standing on Darwin? It is. Darwin is out this week. <laughs> back out. It's just, this is what fantasy football does. Um, I watched the Bayern Liverpool game yesterday and he didn't start. And it looked to me as if Klopp was starting his strongest team, apart from Matip. And I think he's going to start with Yota, Gapo, and Salah. Pace. As as a tree, I think he really likes Yota, and so at the minute, I I, I looked, I'm, I'm looking at Yota at eight million. Even if he comes as a sub, he, he he's the type of player who could come on. He had a brilliant end to last season. He had a great end, and he's a midfielder. He could play at the front. He he runs very direct. Any time, even if you got twenty minutes from him, he's capable of having having that. Um, we both know this out next week. Nunes is going to be back in. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's going to do something this in this preseason friendly, um, and. Yeah, he'd probably be back in. But that, do you know what Liverpool are actually... I, I realised watching yesterday. You, they're just going to be so hard. To predict? Well, it's, it's, you're, you're going to want them, their forwards, because they're going to score a lot of goals. But it's who to have. OK, well, we'll come to that later yeah. on. Uh, big news of the week, I suppose. Uh, last two days, big injuries to two very popular strikers in Kunku. And Gabriel Jesus both out with injuries. I wasn't happy to hear Jesus getting injured, but not for the reason you think. Why? Because he was the player I was happy to take on, as in not having my team and everyone else having. For some reason, I just was I was happy to take him on, and now the fact that he's injured, everyone's going to veer towards you know, somebody else. You're either Jackson or Ollie Watkins or Darwin Nunes, or someone along them lines. It still it still seems that everyone's going for the three five two. There's a few talks now. Of four five one coming out, but like I said early on in the season, four five one is not for me because it means your money's on. Well, you see, there's so much. There is so much money available if you're only going Haaland as your premium, yeah. unless you're going for the Salah and Haaland double up, or Kane Haaland double up. You 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 can you can. Well, I'm sitting on my my box team, and I'm sitting with six million in the bank at the moment, and I'm very happy with my team. Like I can't throw money at my team because. Like I'll go through it quickly. My forwards are Jackson, Darwin Nunes and Haaland. Then in midfield, I have Saka, Fernandes, uh, Eze. I, I got a bit of stick about pronouncing his name. In Buemo. And then in defence, I've got Saliba, I've got Botman, I've got Onan and Gold. Like I've got a quality team. We, but that's six million in my bank is, is eating at me. Well, it's funny you say that because I have two and a half million in mine. <laughs> and like that, I have a lot of players you have with Onana. I've um, Saliba, Stupinen, Chilwell. I think Chilwell... Well, looking at Chelsea yesterday, he started and Reese James, and I was looking at the heat maps, and the furthest forward was Chilwell. He was much further. You're getting obsessed now, Robbie, a week to go. Oh, and then I was, see, this is what I'm doing, and I was looking at, I watched Liverpool against Bayern, and if you've seen the Bayern goals, Chilwell will have a field day down his left side, Liverpool's right. So that's why he's in. In midfield, I've got Saka, Eze, Yota, Fernandes, 
and then a front three of Ollie Watkins, Jackson and Halland. So Jackson be interesting. A lot of his from what I saw of Chelsea in preseason, a lot of his good moments were kind of interplay with in Kunku. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens there. It like, is. I I didn't realize for some reason it went over my head that they paid big money for him. It was from Villarreal, I think, or one of the Spanish teams. This year, sure. That's what I mean. It went over. Must have been this year. Yeah. It went over. I thought he was a youth product or something. So it was. That's why. But they paid, so he is going to start. So I think he's at seven million. He's definitely, or if you're going that way. Yeah. And tell me, transfers wise, biggest ones this week. I suppose Highland isn't a done deal at United yet. Depends what price he comes in at. Is it's going to interest you? Seven million. It looks like he's coming. Of course, he's going to interest me. You looked. Everyone was interested in. Well. Everyone knew what was going to happen with Martial apart from you last season. <laughs> but, yeah, any Man United striker is going to be very interesting. Yeah. And he, he has the potential he could score a lot of goals. He could. Will he start, though? Like, it's very much up in the air at the moment. But he don't pay... Well, if Liverpool are going to pay... Paid 80 million and not start Nunes, so... True. <laughs> the other interesting one, Sanchez, 25 million from Brighton to Chelsea. What does that mean for Kepa? Is Kepa going to get... Well, it, it, it means at least you're guaranteed that Jason Steele is going to start for Brighton. Brighton yeah, so from so the point of view, it's a good one. And then, if you want a four and a half million keeper, he's the one. And then Raya going to Arsenal, possibly from um, Brentford. What does that mean for Ramsdale? For Ramsdale, yeah. It's a strange one. Yeah, because Ramsdale, I thought, was quite good last season. He's very unlikable, but he, he did well in goals. He is very with his theatrics and jumping around. I do like, and the more I thought about it, I can see now what the whole, I, I kind of let the fanfare around and all that die down just to kind of analyse it myself. And when you look at it, United kept 17 clean sheets last year. See, I, th- I think that's, I, I don't think you can look at that way this year. United are going to be a bit more, well, obviously as a United fan, I'm hopeful. They're going to concede more, but they're going to score more. Okay. I think last year was built around David Hay being able to save, protecting David De Gea, the fullbacks playing as fullbacks. This year, it looks like uh, Wambasaka was one of the first players forward. Ornana is going to take risks. Like He's going to be standing on the halfway lines at some stage. It's, they're going to concede more. He's going to make mistakes, but they're fundamentally changing the whole way they play. So I don't think you can look at United's clean sheets last year. And right, that's interesting. This year. Because I was thinking five million is a cheap way into the, the team who conceded the most clean sheets last season. Yeah, but I, I genuinely think United will concede more. But mm. with the... Benefit. A bit like City. Like City defenders, yeah. we get this later on. City defenders aren't worth having, but yet they're the best team in the country. But you don't put them near your fancy football team because they will always concede because they scores so many goals. So who are you beyond towards your keeper? I have another down at the moment just as a kind of a... placeholder. A placeholder. Yeah. We'll get to one later on. I have a really interesting one in later on. We'll come to it. Okay. But I think sometimes I suffer that. I forget that I'm playing a game and it's not the game I'm watching. So mm. the, the keeper I'm looking at, I may as well tell you now, is the Wolves keeper. Yeah. So the Wolves keeper last year was the fourth, I think, best. But like, even in a bad team though, like they were nearly relegated. Jose Sarr. He scored last year. 148 points. The fourth highest mm. in a relegation threatened team. And you're looking at Onana and you're looking at Alisson and you're looking at, uh, what's his name for City? And you're thinking these are the but they're not. They're they're not gonna get as many save points, they're not gonna get as many bonus points, they're not gonna be under the cosh as much. Yeah. Or Nana maybe because he's gonna be passing more, but I think it's really interesting goals. I think goals is a place where you can go with your and even at that he's five million. But I think four, four and a half keepers this year 
I, but, then, I, I, but then I say that I have six million in the bank. If I bring in a four and a half keeper, I'm six I, and a half I, million. I, I'm like that, the four and a half keeper. I don't really like the five million, but because I've got this money in the bank, it's like, why not pay that extra upgrade to get the, the better keeper? But is it an upgrade? Yeah. That's the question. Um, it's it's a fascinating season, and I promised my, my, my good wife that I won't be looking at my phone and as obsessed with this well, once you know the season I, starts. You know, you know what I'm looking forward to? This popped up recently. This is the first time in three seasons that we're having a normal fantasy football season because three years ago we had the first COVID season yeah. then there was the other COVID season and last year you had the Winter the World, World Cup. Cup and you had the Queen's death and I remember that yeah. I, I had these transfer strategies and all these games were postponed and I was fuming over it so <laughs> um, yeah so I'm, I'm really looking forward to I, I suppose that you can rely that you're not going to be worried about games being called off to COVID or the Queen dying that you Hopefully. can actually look forward and know a normal season you can plan four or five steps ahead which is what I like the way I like to play the game right let's get stuck in so we're on our ACZ we have ten teams here hmm. it's interesting this was tough as well and it's the smaller teams again the, that were tougher yeah, the, the few teams because you know there's, the, the, there's only a handful of players that people are going to go near from these teams so it's which ones we want to go near which ones we we don't want to go here. Yeah, and like that, like with this, we're not telling you to definitely put these players in your team. Some of them, yeah, but a lot of these are put them on your watch list and keep an eye on them. See if they if the bandwagon starts if they get them. Like there's some of these players we're gonna talk about today. They're not gonna anywhere anywhere near my team, but we'll be keeping a good close eye on them. Um, right, so let's start with uh your team Liverpool. So Liverpool interesting season last year. Again, lots of good scores. Salah had his usual year. Um, I, I, interesting the I just find watching them it's very very frustrating because the definition of madness is doing the same thing and expecting different results and yet last season for the first 30 games Klopp kept doing the same thing over and over again and teams have them so steadily he's not playing a bunch of idiots people are watching them they know what to do and yet I watched him against Bayern and it was the first decent team they played in pre-season I was like he hasn't learned anything and tell me, are your frustrations tempered by the fact that you're a fan and you're overreacting because of that? Or are you, I, being, oh, are you being clinical? And I'm, I'm looking at it. So I was analysing and looking. I was like, if you, like Liverpool now, when you see in the, the, the fixture paper, like I see Aston Villa there and it's, it's down as Liverpool as a four. Not for Ollie Watkins. That's a two game. Because Ollie Watkins could score two or three goals against Liverpool. So I'm looking against Chelsea and I, uh, that Liverpool fixture doesn't put me off chill with where it was three seasons ago two seasons ago yeah. not now because Trent drops into midfield if you win the ball quick you j- literally just knock the ball into the corner there and you, you, you're, you're in now I know Kanate didn't play for the first half against Bayern and there is you have to factor that in that and it's pre-season it is pre-season yeah but my one to watch is Ziotic is because it was between him and Gakpo I, th- I think the two of them and Gakpo seems to be settling really well but Yota is just so direct and he's the type of player because of his direct style and running and that even if he benches he's going to play every game he's only at 20 minutes every game and from that even in that 20 minutes he's liable to get a goal and assist he's yeah. liable to score I've gone to the same player and a couple of reasons more he's got more Premier League experience than Gakpo he's with Wolves for the, the couple of seasons if he plays, he generally scores. He he was brilliant at the end of the season. I think yeah. you had him last season. Yeah, I got. And what I don't what I don't worry about Jota is, you know, I know it's only one point, but if you get a playing midfielder starting, you're hoping for that bonus point yeah. for midfield. 
Liverpool and he's not a midfielder, he's a striker playing yeah, as a midfielder. Liverpool are going to concede, so I don't worry about that point. Yeah. So even if he comes on as a sub, I'm, I'm kind of happy with that at the 8 million price point because he, he'll score a lot of points. And is there anyone else you're kind of hovering around as well? Well, Nunes, but I don't know if he's going to start. <laughs> and again, second half against Bayern, he missed a couple of chances. He, he's one of them that he could get really hot and everyone could be jumping on him. And you might be kicking that you didn't go first. Liverpool are the type of team they're going to score so many goals, so so many goals, and it's trying to pick the players you want because I could still end up putting Salah in with the Haaland drop because yeah. at least with Salah, but he seems to be more of a creator this year. My one to avoid is Trent. Why Liverpool are going to concede a lot of goals. He's now this is going by preseason, but I don't think he's going to be as creative as people think he is. Um. When he racked up them points, like he was getting clean sheets and assist points. Whereas I think all you're going to get, you're not getting clean sheets points, you might get a few assists. But 8 million, I think you're better off. You'll get, you'll get a 4.5 million defender and an 8 million midfielder there instead. You see, I in our first episode, I, I remember what I said was, I, if you don't have Alexander-Arnold in your team at the start of the season, you're an idiot. And it's amazing how much changes in a few weeks of pre-season. But I'm as a United fan, I kind of I can be a bit more dispassionate about Liverpool. I think Klopp is too clever to persist with Alexander Arnold defensively when he's. We who don't know anything about football can see he's no good, so, but he's too good to drop. So for me, I can't see him not going into the midfield. But but this is the thing that I can't understand with Klopp because he's effectively playing this box system where he's out of possession. He's a right back. But when Liverpool have possession, he drops into midfield. But if Liverpool are playing a team who press them and win the ball back straight away, they're knocking it into the channel there where he's gone missing and then you're relying on Matthew or Canati to cover. But that's why I think he'll adjust it. He'll play someone else and or or a Milner type winger who'll drop back in to give Arnold. I just think Klopp is too clever to keep going with that failed experiment because he's not good enough defensively. Everybody knows that. The, the other one I was looking at as well as my one to avoid was McAllister because I think he's from watching him he's going to be the assister of the assist the deco he, he'll get and he'll do loads and he'll look class and everyone will be raving about how good he is but from a fancy football point of view he's not going to again it's what we said earlier it's, there's a difference between watching the game and watching the fancy football game but unless McAllister could get man of the match for loads of games he could be Liverpool's best player of the season but as a fancy football player six minutes He's, he's, he's not going to... Yeah. I, I don't think he is. Okay, my Liverpool player to avoid... Now, hear me out on this... Is Salah. But it's only for the first few weeks. So, yeah, his first three fixtures... Chelsea away, Bournemouth home... Newcastle away, Aston Villa home. Three out of those are really tough fixtures. And Bournemouth are an unknown entity at the moment. He's playing in front of a midfield... That he hasn't really played with... That he hasn't gelled with. I think... If... Whoever starts... He's going to be the creator. He's going to be at the wing. Now, and I know this will probably make me look foolish. I just think for £12.5 million, when you could have Kane... If you're going for, for two premium, if you're going Haaland, Salah or Haaland, Kane, I think Kane is the better option. I think Salah could disappoint. And I know he's an opening game legend, like you said, eight, eight, eight points. Eight minimum, yeah. Scores, yeah. I just think avoid him for the first three or four weeks and see how that midfield stacks up. You see, the thing with it is, that's the other point with, it, with, with your premium pick. Your premium pick has to get you more than just points. You have to be looking at captain. So if you're bringing Salah in, you have to rotate the captaincy with Haaland. And that brings in itself its own risks. But then you've City Newcastle, City at home in the second game. 
So City are home to Newcastle. So you're again you're knowing yourself about who you pick there. You've actually the second game you've Liverpool, Spurs, and City all home. Spurs are playing United, but that could be interesting as well. But I, I'm yeah, I'm leaning towards one premium player at the moment, and I know again we're going back on different things we said. Kane and Haaland is a, is an interesting one. But then is Kane going to be at Spurs? Who knows? And then if Kane goes, well, we'll talk about that. But that yeah, I'd say we're going to be talking about the same people. Right, let's move on from Liverpool then. Uh, an interesting team to watch. Mm. Okay, let's move on to Luton. So probably the cheapest team. Um, hard to pick them here. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of, of Luton picks, purely because they're cheap. Um, there is, but the, I find it very hard to find Luton yeah. players that. And one thing to flag straight off: Luton don't have a game in the second game week, because their ground won't be ready. So I think they were playing Brentford possibly. It's been postponed. So that's right. Another reason to avoid a few of them. Um, who's your player to watch? Marvellous Nakamba. Why so? Uh, they signed him from Villa and I think at four and a half million he's a progressive midfielder he could do really well he could but like that he could be someone who's going to play sitting on your bench yeah sitting on your bench yeah. um, I've gone for to watch I've gone for Morris he was second top scorer last year kind of playing through midfield No, but he's one just to keep an eye on he scored quite a few goals last year uh, who is your one to avoid? the one to avoid I went with um, Adebayo okay. but again because five million for a Luton forward no you're not paying five million for a Luton forward so you're avoiding that. Um, yeah, that says it all, really. Well, I took on some of your advice last week, and I had I have Bell in my team at the million, four million, mm. but he's picked by 16.4%. Oh, yeah. So if... If you think there's 10 million players, 16.4% is 1.6 million. Yeah, and he's going to get sold, and his value's going to drop. So he That's looks like an easy way into the defence, but I think if you know Kabore or Anderson is going to play instead, Potts... There's, Put them in. They're not going to lose their value. But I mean, there's, there's way better planes, uh, defenders of 4 million that you can get. There's there is. already showing them. But we have to pick somebody for yeah. them. Right. Uh, let's move on from Luton. I'd, I'd like to think Luton could do they well. Could, I don't think they I remember won. Blackpool. They could be a surprise package like Blackpool. But, but it's hard to see. Oh, lovely. Who's next? The biggest hitter of them all. Man oh. City. And uh, as I said in a tweet earlier on, if you don't play Pep Roulette, you can't lose a Pep Roulette. <laughs> That's my motto this year. And I know people have said there's no such thing. I'm not playing Pep Roulette. So, who's your one to watch? Haaland. Because there's no one else left apart from Haaland. So I'm avoiding the whole of Man City. Apart from Haaland, nobody else could interest me. Oh, of course they all interest me, but it's like that. <laughs> um, you just have to get lucky, would you? When you look, if you look back, the one who actually, if I was to pick one to watch, genuinely, keep an eye on Kevin De Bruyne. Ten and a half million, he could be an absolute steal. Okay. Because you, I know people are saying and giving up. Like, he's a fancy football legend. He's, 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 he's a 200 points man. And a 10 and a half, you guarantee, if he plays. so. If he, he's, if he plays is the big thing. Yeah. Okay, my one to watch is uh, Foden. And again, I say it reluctantly because... I don't say Han because it's, it's obvious and I know you're doing it for a reason. But with the people they've sold, I suppose Mara's been the main one. Mm-hmm. He scored a hundred and what did we get a hundred and forty two points last year, in a team where he was dropped a lot. He was injured, oh. and a hundred and forty two for seven and a half million is a big score. And if he gets more games, which I think he probably will this year, he's a little bit older. He's more mature in the team. He'll do more. What what? Um, oh, Foden scores goals and he creates like there's not his his output is not in question, but it's getting the games. It's is he going to get the games? Yeah, and just surprisingly little talk about Grealish. 
considering Grealish but was I was so still wouldn't if you look the way Grealish Grealish did a lot of work off the ball and he hugged that left wing he, he didn't provide many goals and assists last season so he wouldn't be for me but that's all the more reason why I'm looking at Foden because creatively you have Foden, De Bruyne Grealish Bernardo then after that really Rodrigo no Kovacic like, 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 you're right in what you say my one to avoid is Grealish like you look he's the same price as Foden yeah. he played way more than Foden last year and he's 20 points less than him so yeah. like, like for me right, Grealish is probably nailed on to play but he, he, he's not creative he doesn't do anything and then another one I mean obviously Foden is my one to watch but another one you could just keep a little eye on is Alvarez played a lot at the end of the season scored a lot of points Guardiola seems to have looked at them yeah, playing the two yeah. playing the two if he starts playing the two 6.5 million into that city forward line it's a pretty good option. And Alvarez did did um, score a lot last year. Yeah. My ones to avoid is the... You've gone for the whole team. I've just gone for the defence. No, my one to avoid is Grealish. Grealish. Yeah, John. Mine is the defence for the simple reason being... Again, it's what I talked about earlier on. You look at them going, they're the best team in the country. I should have a, a Man City defender. Not a single Man City defender topped 100 points last, last year. Like, Stones was the highest at 5.5. Was he injured for a bit? But it doesn't matter. They're all going to get injured. And like, if you're in that team and you're like, if you're looking at it from the looking at it on the TV point of view, these are brilliant defenders. But they're not from a fancy football point of view. Stones ninety three, Ake ninety two, Akanji eighty two, Ruben eighty. Can tell us there, Walker sixty nine. Like I know you got someone Walker a few times. Well, the one I would look at this year is Rico, Rico Lewis. Lewis, and that's because he's playing. He was playing as a forward. But again, you can't no, put you can't. any of them in. No. You could have Rico, Rico Lewis there at four and a half million if you wanted, but there's better out there that you won't have to stress it. Even Ederson, 5.5, higher in the goalkeepers, 121 points. And then he's potentially going to be dropped for Ortega like he was yeah. at the end of last season. I'm just actually thinking, do you know what I'm looking at there, what you could do? You could have Ortega as your four million keeper, right? To sit on the bench. If you're not using three City players, okay. have him starting every game in case he does play. And then you have your other keeper to come in. He's a nice differential there. It's four million. So rather than having Darren Randall sitting on your bench, have Ortega if you're not using your tree. Yeah, I see. And, see quite a few people around it. And and if you and you you start them. So if City do, you've you've an into the City defense. Yeah. Because and then if he plays them, it's a bonus. That's interesting. It's it, it's it's a free hit nearly. No point six percent ownership. See, not going to lose money. So okay, that's, free, that's just something that just came to me there. I was thinking, do you know what? That might be something I might try. So if anyone's looking at my team and you see Ortega, there's a strategy behind that. It, yeah. Okay, uh, Man United, another extremely interesting team. Mm. Even me as a fan, but even for neutral. So they're going to, as I said, they're going to change the whole style of play. They have some interesting new signings. They have players from last year who are only going to get better. There'll be people who moving out. Who's your player to watch for Man United? Well, I, I gave them a lot of grief last year. And I think I kind of christened him a fidget spinner. But um, I'm going with Anthony. I think his second season, he could have settled a bit more. And I think if he gets used to Ten Hag, Ten Hag really wanted him. I think if he's better players up front playing with him. And what I did notice from watching Anthony, if you look at him, he's always looking to shoot. Yeah. He's always looking to score. On his left. Yeah. So if he gets a, f- a few moments, I think he could be, could be one to watch. I'm very surprised at that, Robbie. Really. Seven million, I think that's he's too much of a risk. Again, I know watch and put him on your on your list. But he is a bit of a favourite for Ten Hag. See, I'm I'm going I'm going two million shorter or cheaper. I'm going for uh, Garnacho at five million. Yeah. Like Garnacho has such a high ceiling. 
He's settled now. He's broken into the team. He's a part of the team. He doesn't have Ronaldo there chastising him if he doesn't doesn't pass the ball to him. He he just looked so good. Like, I know he got injured the last year. I think five million again. I'm not picking him from the start. One point six percent ownership. Yeah, man. he's very very high on my watch list. I think it could be a breakthrough season for him. Um, again, I have my United hat on, but he's my one to watch for United. And you like to play with four forwards, two defensive midfielders. Yeah. So it'll be Casemiro and McTominay. Or Casemiro and Mount, or Casemiro and Fernandes. It depends. Or Casemiro and Eriksen. It depends. Depends on the game. In that team, there's a lot of options in midfield. There is. Garnacho could be a, 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 a brilliant bandwagon. Mm. Um, I'd also keep an eye on. I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to have him. Sancho at 7 million and started a lot of the games. Ten Hag lights him, gave him all that time off last year to get his head clear. He's a good good selection there, Ten Hag. Yeah, for, he's. For I'm, I'm very excited about this season. It, it, it looking at United again, a bit as ever, it's trying to find the. They will score goals. Who's going to score? He's going to score them. I think, realistically, you're looking at Rashford and Fernandes if you're going midfielders yeah. for United, but these are just different options to go through. I mean, as I said earlier on, I think United are going to concede a lot more goals. Wan Basaka, if he nails in a place, might be worth it at 4.5, but I wouldn't be going Luke for Luke Shaw walks it. 5.5 again. I don't think he'll be. I don't think he gets points he did last year. But Hopefully I'm wrong and United don't concede any points. Yeah. Any goals. But uh, oh he'll play alright. Who do you want to avoid? I want to avoid for United, Anthony Martin. Yeah, me too. Avoid him like the plague. Even if he scores a hat trick in the first game of the season just avoid and gets seven assists. He will break down. He will something. break down. Guaranteed. Don't do it to yourself. You're only you, looking you might at think, oh, United forward, yeah. <laughs> No, it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Unless he goes on a 10-game run. Even if he goes on a 10-game run where he's got every game, the minute you bring him in, he's going to break yeah, down. That's... He's going to pull a hamstring and he's going to walk off and sit at home playing the PlayStation taking his money. So, yeah, avoid Martial. I think the entire fantasy football community, no matter who they support, are probably united on that one thing and that one thing only. It's Martial, yeah. It's Martial. <laughs> okay, uh, Newcastle. What's your opinion on Newcastle this year, Robbie? I think Newcastle aren't going to do as well as they did last season. I think even if you look at the second half of last season, they weren't as good. They kind of drifted off. Now, they did hold it together to make sure they got the Champions League spot. They had some very impressive performers. They did. At the end, they kind of, there was a few people pulled out of the bag for them. Because it yeah. looked like they were going to slip. Well, they showed Wilson, a bit of character, yeah. He did. Um, they do have some nice players. Uh, Gamarish is nice. Almiron went quiet towards the end of the season. There was a few then, um, Jacob Murphy had a good end to the season. He was one I was watching, and um, Joe Willock. The one I have to watch is Harvey Barnes. Okay. I like Harvey Barnes. He was a good, he was a good for Leicester, and the fact he's only 6.5, I think he will start. He will play a lot of games. So I'd be very much looking at Harvey Barnes. What price do you say it was? 6.5. I'm going for um, someone who I think could be a very, very, very interesting midfield pick is Anderson, 4.5. He started pretty much every game pre-season. He's been in the goals, he's been in the assists. There's a bit of a bandwagon growing from already. Yeah, like going by your rationale of you have only 36 million to spend. Mm. Oh, he's a free. He's, he's a free. If like, you're going three up front, he is the perfect bet. He's potential. He may go off. That's out. what's encouraging me nearly to look at the three up front because yeah. I can have him playing. The only thing with Newcastle is like, like Almiron's going to play, Barnes is going to play. You have Joe Linton, Gamarayish, Isak, Wilson. They do have a bit of depth there. They do, but they're going to have a lot of rotation Jacob, as well. Jacob I think Murphy. I'm, I'm kind of avoiding them a little bit this year because of... Um, I'm a very much waiting to see. The rotation, yeah. Champions yeah. League. 
they've been pushing on the league. They haven't brought in that many new players. No. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But Anderson is one to put in your watches. Now, he's at 5.2% ownership. If it doesn't take off, get rid quick. Yeah, he's a bit of a bandwagon. Yeah. That's, that's but there's the, a reason for it. He's been brilliant in preseason. Yeah, it's, it's obvious. Yeah. Who's my, your avoid? My one to avoid is Anthony Gordon. Why? Because he transferred. I just from what I've seen of him, what I've seen. Strange sign. Strange sign, and I think his attitude stinks. You know, he's done nothing, and he went there and has done nothing. Yeah. He was half decent. I've seen him play one half decent game for Everton against some third division team. Yeah. It was like. No, I'm not having this. And then he went and he, he threw his dolls out of the pram to get the move. Yeah. And then he went there with the big... Look at me. So I, I'd be interested to keep an eye on him though. He could settle in and do it. Yeah. I, I'm in agreement with you though. Don't I, I'd be avoiding him now. My one to avoid, and I realise I've just said avoid Salah and I'm telling you to avoid Kieran Trippier. Two of the best players last year. I just think Trippier this year is six and a half million. It's a lot of money. You can get into the Newcastle defence. Botman for four and a half. Shar for five invest the other two and a, or sorry two million or one point five million somewhere else. I don't know if Newcastle are gonna be as good. Again, we said already Champions League rotation, all that kind of stuff. Um I think if you want to get into the defence, go with Batman. I mean Newcastle Trippier kinda of went quiet towards the end when people figured out just well, shut him down. Have to see in here. He's selected by thirty five percent thirty five percent, which I think is mad. Because at that price point you you can't be having them. Nope. There's too many better options. I didn't realise because I thought I was actually going to look and think maybe he could be a bit of a differential. 35%. Yeah. I didn't realise because I thought everyone was avoiding him because of his price point. Yep. You can't, you can't be touching him at that point. He's the joint second highest points. Yeah and look at his pictures to start with Villa, price. City, Liverpool. Yeah it's a tough start. No. Maybe bring him in two or four weeks. In. Like I know he gets a lot of bonus points every that, but for me now six and a half. Million. Yeah, but he he dropped off at the end. To be honest yeah. with you, a lot of the six six and a half million defenders are all avoid. Yeah, me because too. there's so many value at the four. Well, and there's half, only five like to be million. honest. There's Alexander Arnold at eight million, Robertson at six and a half, Trippy at six and a half, you have Virgil Van Dijk at six, Cancelo if he's even back at six, and then it's five point five down. There's yeah. no need for there's too many options below. There, there, there is yeah. yeah, you don't need them. Okay, Nottingham Forest. Oh, Nottingham Forest are, uh, interest me, so do they. Yeah, they have a couple of players that kind of... Nottingham Forest had a great end to last season and there are a few players that really came good. Like? Brennan Johnson. He's my one to watch. Um, Gibbs White. Yeah. Very good. And he's the obvious one. Well, my one is... Uh, um, he was he did play for Liverpool at one stage. Awaniwi. Okay. He had a cracking end to the season, so we did. He nearly ca- scored the goals that kept him up. What's his price? He's a, he's six point five. That's the thing. He's he's, he's a striker. Yeah, he's striker. He's um he's expensive. Like because when you look at six point five, there's more options there. If you are playing him as a third striker, you're better off going to midfield. Yeah. To get the six and a half midfield. But he he is just one to watch as the season goes on because he could start scoring. Brendan is mine. I had him at the start of last year because I thought he he was looking good, and he didn't do anything till after Christmas. And then after Christmas, there was no way I was bringing him in, and he kicked in, and he went on a bit of a run. Um, I think he could be one. I think he hundred and twenty odd points last year for six million. Yeah, they, 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 like as I said, Gibbs White is there, and um, Serge Aurier is another one. So it's just annoying mid- how many good midfielders there are in the six million point. Mid- like if if you could put a team of ten midfielders in, you probably would. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's they look good now. It's just will they perform? Mm-hmm. And so it's it, this is why all these on the watch list. It's going to watch in which ones. Which yeah. one do you want? Henderson, of course, is another one who if he goes to to Forest. 
Great option, four and a half million. Who are you going to avoid? I am going to avoid Chris Wood. <laughs> Me too, because he's a donkey. <laughs> yes, because Chris Wood has been around this game a long time and he never does any good. Just for you, for anybody who's listening, we don't talk about who we're going to no, go we for don't. or avoid before, as you can probably tell, but we're, we do have some things in common. Martial, Chris Wood. <laughs> No, he's, he's just no good. He's just like I'm looking at. His he's likable chap, but he's just. In fairness, he's, he he's did like in, in 1920. He scored 14 goals, you know, um, 12 in 2021. Yeah, no. So, but but you're yeah, not, so you, let's you, let's you're not Chris Wood. Wood. No. Uh, Sheffield United. Sheffield United have a couple of interesting players because I was looking at the defenders. Obviously, Baldock is the one that Basham people are people are talking about, but there's one I like, Sanderberg. The midfielder of five million. Okay, why? He he came a couple of seasons ago with a big name and didn't really do much. But then last season in the championship he did well. So I just think he could be one to keep an eye on. Only five million. Uh, my one to watch is kind of gives you a bit of an Irish interest. Uh, John Egan. He's four and a half now. Last time he played, he had hundred and thirty three points in nineteen twenty. Can't see him hitting those heights again. But like hundred and thirty three points is solid for a four and a half million defender. He is probably going to start. Again, not putting him on my team, but he's going on the watches just in case he has a bit of a resurgence. Um, and yeah, kind of nice to have it. Just keep an eye on the Irish as well. Yeah, okay. Who are you avoiding? Uh, Baldock. And again, for that reason, because he's a 4 million defender, he's 8.2% on. If he's a bad start to the season, he's going to be shipped out and he could be losing value. Yeah. So. I'd put down avoid everybody else because they sold their best player to a French team and they're going down. Yeah, I can't see Sheffield United. It's doing not Neil Warnock, Sheffield United. No, it's not. It's a team that are, they're basically coming up, taking the money, probably going to go back down and build again. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Now this is really interesting. Tottenham. Oh. There's so many ifs and buts and what will happen if this happens. It's, what it's, happens it's if that just happens. like Spurs, like like. <laughs> it's not as if they didn't have enough dislikable players. <laughs> That they go and sign James Madison. Like, you've Richardson. Oh, they've just, they're a, just a horrible team. And then they add James Madison to the mix. Lovely. Like, they, I really do want to avoid it. It kills me having to put a Spurs player into my team. The time I had to put Son or Kane in, it kills me doing it. But they've some really interesting players. They do, yeah. Who's your one to watch? My one to watch is um, Pedro Porro. Yeah. And, but with Pedro Porro and that other guy, um, what's his first name? Udogi. He's been playing pre-season and doing well. So it's just going to be very interesting. Spurs in general. Um, new manager coming in, new style of play. And they were so bad last year. They have to be better this year. I saw some AI bot thing that it, it, put it, all, the, all the things in. And he had Spurs to finish 10th. I think Spurs will be higher than 10th. They're just so interesting and intriguing. But it all depends on Harry. If Harry stays, we're interested in different things than if Harry doesn't stay. Um, yeah, and like I'm looking there, that's interesting. The price of Fraser Forster at four million because Lorries isn't guaranteed to start, and the backup keeper is Forster. Yeah, and you're looking there at a four million keeper into what could be the I think it depends on this manager because yeah. he could be an absolute fraud or he could be brilliant. I, I, I'm erring on the side that he will be good, brilliant might be a bit much, but I don't know. But who, who are you watching? Um, so I, I, Pedro Porro. Pedro Porro. Okay. At five million. He's he's definitely on your watch list. Okay, mine are very dependent on if Kane goes. If Kane goes, I think Richarlison, as unlikable as he is, he's got an ego the size of a planet. If he's the main man 
for seven million. He Do you think he could work as the main man on Spurs? Yeah, like if Kane goes, the who are they going to get to replace him? The angry bird had him. I just. But this is it. Yeah. Like the funniest moment of last season when he scored against oh, Liverpool. Oh, it was brilliant! It was great. <laughs> and then Liverpool went straight up the other end and scored. Fantastic. His only his first goal, I think, Fantastic. was Spurs. Fantastic! So it was. But but between him and Son, Son has so much potential, it, and it, he's gone back down to nine million from what was he? Was he twelve? Yeah, he's back down to nine. Now Son is yeah. I just I don't even know if I could put Richardson in my team from his ridiculous <laughs> celebrations he's just a very annoying player Son finished but in, in fairness when he was with Everton when he was at Watford he was a cracking player and yeah he does have the potential to replace Kane and score a lot of goals but that's if Kane but he, stays but, but, but he did he didn't get on with Conte there was massive falls. if Kane stays I'm not even putting him on my watch list but if Kane goes he's, he's a strong candidate yeah um, and I had Poro as well we mentioned him a couple of, couple of weeks ago Kulisevsky, 7 million. Last season was on a great run. Was probably Spurs' player of the season. And the season before, when he played the second half of the season, he yeah. was great. When, so when got he, a bad injury last year. he was 8 million last year, and every 7. Yeah. Got, got a bad injury. Definitely on my watch. This is one to watch. And again, if Kane goes, Richardson moves up front. Son's playing more up front. Too, yeah. His output is brilliant, Kulisevsky. He's direct. He, he is one. because He's a likeable Spurs player. They bought him instead of when they missed out on Luis Diaz. And everyone was saying... It was like you're thinking, well, actually, Spurs actually, hold on a second, haven't got that bad a deal here. Kulusevsky is quite good. Yep. And he, he matched everyone raving about Luis Diaz, whereas he went under the radar a little bit, yep. where he was every bit as good. And I think we're matched with uh, our oh, one to avoid. It's not going to take <laughs> just anyone to figure out who I'm avoiding. Oh, James Madison. <laughs> the most frustrating. 12.4% ownership. 12.4% ownership who will not be finished. Okay, can we just put that in context? That's more owned than Harry Kane. That's one eight. So like <laughs> over a million people have bought James Madison. What are they thinking? What They're are they in for a thinking? world of annoyance and pain. Oh, he is a classic show player. I'm really looking forward to the day when he goes on a run and you bring him in and I just laugh at you. I, I, I wish Eamon Duffy was still being a pundit and he had to watch a game with James Madison. <laughs> he would really go to town much better than I could ever do. But yeah, James Madison will drive you mad. Yeah. And that's why I'm avoiding them as well. Yeah, avoid, avoid. avoid. But Spurs are, Spurs are an interesting team. They, they sure are, yeah, 100%. Okay, West Ham. West Ham, let me see here who I've got for West Ham. Oh, yeah, this is a, a West Ham player who constantly pops up with goals, the odd assist, and he's, he's never mentioned. And he's only five million. Thomas Suchek. Yeah, good header of the ball. Thomas Suchek always uh, will get you chip in with points. If he was your fifth midfielder or sitting on the bench at four point five or five sorry five million, yeah, I well now I know you 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 can mention Jared Bowen there, but as I said, I just think Thomas Suchak is is well worth looking at. Hundred points last year, hundred and fourteen the year before. That's what you get. Hundred forty seven, twenty twenty one. You you know what you're getting with it. Yeah, you're getting consistency, and as you say, good bench player. Um, I'm going for Ariola, but it's with a caveat if he starts. Yeah, and the problem is if you pick him and he doesn't start. He's thirty one point seven percent ownership. Mm. If he doesn't have the first game, get rid because you're gonna lose money. I'm telling you, Ortega's the formula. Yeah, he's. I'm probably looking. I didn't realize he was so highly owned. I'm probably not gonna go with him at thirty one point seven. Fabianski three point four. Um, he's mine. Uh, who are you avoiding? I am avoiding Danny Ings. Yeah. There's a there's a bit of a bandwagon bro now with Jesus injured and then Kunku, and there's talk about oh what about Danny Ings? No. Really? Just don't go near Danny Ings. I Again, think. I'm taking the easy way. I'm avoiding them all. I can't see myself owning, apart from 
four million Ariola. Can't see myself owning a single best. Charbon. No, seven million. He's not. not there's too much value out there in there the is. field. When you look at Eze and yeah, and I'm sitting with six million in the bank. I don't have to have Bowen. Like his points history, one hundred and forty five last year. Well, so he's looking twenty one, twenty two, two hundred and six. Yeah, he if he gets back to that level. I can't no, see myself owning him because there's too much competition in my midfield. But I wouldn't rule out if he goes in a run. And even like that, if he does, what's he going to go up that you can get him in? Yeah, he's at five point four million, or five point four percent ownership. Um, but yeah, West Ham. Fulham, like Crystal Palace, apart from Eze, there's some teams I'm just not. Yeah, it's it's, it's hard. Be too stressed about. Uh, and last of our eight, to H to Z, and least, and least, <laughs> Wolves. So I already spoke about my player to watch, Jose Sa, five million fourth best keeper in the in, in the in the league last year. Mm. Going to get save points. Going to get bonus points. He's he's very interesting. And again, it goes back to don't watch the sport, watch the fantasy Premier League game because that's well, where you make your points. Speaking of just watching players in fantasy league game, I'm going to go back in time for my player, Matt Doherty. <laughs> he's my one to avoid. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I think Matt Doherty, four and a half. He's not bad. <laughs> and he, he, again, he's gone back. He's comfortable at Wolves. He made his name there. Yeah. I think he could potentially do well. He could, but for me, his best days are well past him. I can't see him doing... I don't even know if he'll play. He's been dicked around by Mourinho. He definitely is. Like, if you look back to 2019 20, 167 points. Season 4, 144. But the chance of him getting back to those heights. I hope I'm wrong, because I really like Matt Doherty. Yeah. And I was so excited when we went to Spurs. Because I thought he'd be he'd it'd be a great team Irish player on a big team, mm. but he's my uh, he's my one to avoid. Um, my one to avoid then is um, you could go any of the midfielders. Yeah, I I I'm I'm gonna go with Podence because five point five he should be. He shouldn't be anywhere near five point five. No, yeah. absolutely not. He scored. And it's now he's team select, but I think a lot of people are thinking the same now. Yeah, I don't team. think Wolves are going to be featuring too heavily with their attacking players. Um. Not for me. And again, going back to what I asked you last year, last week, if you were to pick one player of the 10 teams this week to watch and to keep a strong watch on, is it your Man City keeper that you've just discovered? Um, it, there's, a, there's a bit in that, like there, like when you talk through the different players. Using the strategies that you've come up with. Yeah, I, I think who will be the one. Like, I think I'm going to look at it, just keep it. Like Yota really is just appealing to me. Yeah. Because you have to get into that Liverpool team. And I think he's the, I suppose, least riskiest players. For the price. For he's the price. riskiest Salah, obviously. But yeah. yeah. But that's my one pick would probably be Anderson. I think four and a half million on the bench. To start him, leave him there. I can't see him dropping. Well, might drop. But I just think his preseason has been so impressive. Very impressive. One yeah. of the most impressive. Teams. And he's, I think he's kind of played his way into the team. Um, the other ones because because Liverpool did an okay preseason. Man United, I know it's not a great preseason. See, it's all about who they played. Liverpool played nobody. United played Real Madrid, but they changed the team yeah. first half, second half. It's preseason. It's, you try. We do no, this every year. We try yeah. and pull as much as we can out of these meaningless games. But you you can't. It's 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 all starts next Friday. Next Friday, it, it'll be very very interesting. Nice set of fixtures to start the weekend yeah. off as well. We're going to be going out and going to watch the first game together just to celebrate the launch of the, the, the Premier League. Yeah. Next week, we are going to have two episodes. That's so we've right. decided, because it's the big week, it's the start, but we're going to do a feedback episode. So we're going to be hitting you guys up. We've had quite a bit of feedback already. 
So we're going to dedicate maybe a half hour podcast to just talking to people with feedback. There's been a few questions and strategies. There's a few, been a few uh, players people have pointed out to us. So we'll hit, hit you up on social media over the next week or so. And we'll get that recorded maybe next Wednesday. I'm looking forward to doing the feedback episode. Yeah, because some really interesting stuff has come in. There, there's a thing, I suppose, I've doing the Twitter, people have been putting up. And it's, it's, it's nice, like, they call it the FPL community. But yeah. that's what it is. You go on Twitter, to, you don't know who you're talking about. Just talking different strategies yeah. about different players, different things. It's a nice way to spend a lunch break or whatever. You're yeah. just chatting about football. And it's, it's nice. You're seeing different ideas, getting different viewpoints. That's what it's all about. It's seeing, getting the different views because... Having people argue with yours. And it's funny because you can have one view one week and next thing... Like we've you, had... Yeah, just changed, that, I think that's what's so good. <laughs> change, your, your mind changes on it so much, so often. But um, yeah, the good, good fixtures for the first uh, game week. Yeah. I just noticed that Arsenal are um, the early kickoff at half 12 on Saturday. <laughs> Who are they playing? Nottingham Forest. Yeah. I remember Nottingham Forest bet them at the back end of last season. I remember it well, I won't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah then the second episode we're going to do is the big one it's our our team reveal it's our uh, our arguing with each other about who's going to be it's our telling you the teams it's going to be fun we're going to do some predictions as well we're going to predict our our league table we're going to predict top scores we'll put about 10 things together and we'll do our predictions yep. and at the end of the season we'll be just laughing at each other on the way back it's going to be fun seeing how wrong we got it like you yeah. do every season it's, it's going to be good I'm looking forward to next week's episode. yeah and we're also me and Robbie are going to have a little competition amongst ourselves and we've come up with a forfeit for each other so whoever loses has to fulfil the forfeit they're not going to be anything nasty just we're going to try and come up with something funny we might yeah. hit you guys up to uh, to help us come up with them um, yeah it's, it's going to be fun so we also have we've had a lot of people actually asking us about a cash league so if you want to get involved in a cash league we're not running one but we have friends who are so if you want to hit us up on social media DM us and we will send you out if you send us the month, uh, we'll send you a Revolut link once the money comes in we can send you the, the code league. for the league. So there's a good bit of interest in that. A lot of you want to play for money, which is worrying. It means that you guys must think you're very good. Uh, don't forget to follow us. We are I Bloody Love Fancy Football on Instagram. I Bloody Love FPL on Twitter. Uh, I Bloody Love Fancy Football at gmail.com is the email address if you have a lot to say. Um, get involved. It's good. And don't forget to click on subscribe or follow on your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts now as well, actually. So don't forget to get it just dumped into your feed every Friday morning so, click on that yeah on your way to work or wherever yeah. you're going you'll have and it'll be fun and, and we'll be we'll be reminding you to set your team set your alarm so last week's quiz question was linked to our uh, A to Z or to A to Z it was who were the top scorers beginning with A and Z top goal scorers A was of course Aguero and Z was Zola with a couple of people got in touch on Instagram and Twitter who had the answer right this week we're going to stay in the same lines we're just going to pick two different letters so tell us the two top goal scorers in the Premier League whose names begin with H or I. Uh, surnames. Surnames, yes. Surnames. Very important. We have some niggly people. Uh, the two top goal scorers whose name begins with H or I. And that's it. So spend this week. This is the most intense week of the league. This it's, is... it's the week I lo- least like. <laughs> and most like. Because you've the, you've the, yeah, it's, it's, it's a conflict. But you don't have enough information. No. So you're, you're, there's a lot of shooting in the dark. So what I would recommend is, and we, we'll say this next week about getting your team in, because you're going to be doing a lot of your tinkering this week. Yeah. Just stick to proven fancy football yeah. players. Take no risks. You are going to play that you've got 11 guys starting next, next game week. week. And after that, you can walk around it. You'll have two weeks information. If you really want to think about it a bit more, pick your team so that it's set for the first two game weeks. 
so that don't look at it as one game look at okay, the two fixtures and the only and way then, you make a, tra- a, tra- a transfer is if there's an emergency or an injury and at least that way at the end of the second game week you can have two maybe three transfers you'll have an extra two weeks of information and you can then use that information then to start moving your team around okay that's us thanks a million for sticking thanks. with us till the end and we will chat Folks. to you next week bye bye